passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds. Well, without the computers. Talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. The last edition before the 2019 season gets underway. Fritzy! The last playoff list Oh, like playoff this. list, playoff preseason list. Phillies podcast or high host podcast ever, ever. <laughs> this is the last time we're gonna do a season preview where the Phillies will not be in the playoffs. Oh, this is so great. They're back. They're back. Eight gonna... years, 2011. It's over. It, it's look, back. This is how about this? I said this the other day, and and I I didn't really think about it when I said it, but this is the hottest ticket this opening day. Since the playoffs in 2011. The hottest ticket at Citizens Bank Park. I would say that's 100% correct. How crazy well, is well, that? Well, Utley's return. No, this is bigger. It's bigger. It's Bryce Harper. First game. Excitement. It's bigger. <sighs> it's going to be crazy. Right. We have so much to get into. We're going to do our season preview. We'll tell you where we think the Phillies finish. We got some bold emphasis on bold, at least on my end, predictions coming your way. Jack, though, uh, let's start out with... the. Uh, where are we going to be? We can actually hang out with some people if they want to come out. Yes. So, listen. Tomorrow night at Chickies and Pete's. So, in case you're not listening to this on Tuesday when we record it. Right. Wednesday night. You know, honestly, <laughs> I got in my head. Could be tonight when you're listening. It's possible. I got in my head on the drive down here. And I said, remember to say Wednesday, <laughs> not say tomorrow, and sound like a total idiot. So, tomorrow night at Chickies and Pete's, or Wednesday night at Chickies <laughs> and Pete's. I know. Shut up. Anyway. That was awesome. That was uh, really great. Wednesday night at Chickies and Pete's. We are doing a Phillies roundtable as hosted by Joe Giglio. Um, we did it last year. It's for the evening show. Um, it's just it's four hours of baseball talk on the radio. It is great. Um, so, so the lineup goes like this. From six to seven, it is Joe, 
Todd Zalecki, Corey Seidman. Goats. Strong. Strong. Uh, you can hang out, meet those guys, whatever. Then, from 7 to 8, we got Mac and Mac. Mac back. and Mac. I'm old enough to remember Mac and Mac. Glenn Mac now and, and, and Jody Mac hosting again on the radio for an hour. Joined by Scott Fransky. Oh, what Which, a beautiful thing. Honestly, I mean, no one's talked about Fransky on any of the uh, promos, and I'm like, he's the only reason I'm going. I would show up just to meet Scott. So Fransky will be there. Um, and then from 8 to 9, the high hope spot. Yeah, you know, batting in the third hole, I think that's fair. Oh, that's where Harper bats. Most important hour, yeah, it's fair. <laughs> that's where Harper bats. I mean, you know, none of the, uh, the other hours really matter that much, but you know, you should come for all of them. Yeah, the high hopes hour from, from 8 to 9, and then 9 to 10, Franz is going to call in, and we're taking your Phillies bold predictions. Ooh. So we're going to have people call in with their bold predictions for the Phillies. So it's four hours of baseball talk, and you can hang out with us. We'll have some chickies food and some beers, maybe, probably not. Maybe maybe like one or two beers. <laughs> You're already trying to figure out how many you can get away with. Yeah, without sounding like an idiot. So, well, honestly, if you get two in me, I'm going to start talking about Pavetta. Wow. And no one can. No one wants rambling Jack about Pavetta. <laughs> no. If I honestly, the, the over under is like two and a half of when I start talking. My my Pavetta breaking point. There's a Mendoza line, and then there's the Pavetta <laughs> rambling about how he's going to be a dark horse Cy Young contender this year. So yeah. So, maybe I might have a uh, Nick Pavetta bold prediction coming up in just a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Well, it, it's we only take positive Pavetta on this podcast. Obviously. Yes. Uh, it, speaking of Nick Pavetta, by the way, okay. one of us put his money where his mouth is. Oh, here we go. And drafted Nick Pavetta in a, for his fantasy team. Hey, I, 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 I reached like I needed to to make sure that Nick Pavetta was part of my staff. I honestly wish I never brought that up. Yeah, Because well, I, I have High Hopes listeners tweeting at me saying, hey, I'm not a coward. Right. And I'm taking Pavetta. Hey, don't be a coward. Draft Nick Pavetta. I could wear that shirt. You couldn't. It, it, it was the worst decision of my life. I, I know it was. I have made many a bad decision. <laughs> this is the worst. Not taking Nick Pavetta after me being the only reason he's yeah. being drafted as high as it's he true. is. It was is one of the worst. I mean, you started the Nick Pavetta breakout campaign, which ago. is now a after, national. It's a national thing. Everybody, yeah. the Eno Saraces of the world are jumping on board. Then you didn't. Draft I, I the have guy. nothing. I, <laughs> I am utterly pretty, speechless. Okay. Um, at uh, least you're. At least you're appropriately defeated by. Because this. like every time I watch him, I'm like, oh, this is just. That, too, well, that's what I'm so excited about. Every good. time I watch Pavetta, I'm gonna be like, oh, put that strikeout on my tab. Put that strikeout on my tab. Keep him coming, bud. Speaking it, of strikeouts. Great. Speaking of strikeouts. Yes. Jake Arrieta had eight yesterday. Uh oh. And he had twenty swings and misses. Which I don't know if he had twenty swings and misses all, all last, last season. Year. He didn't. No. Well, in that one game, the Pittsburgh game, he had a bunch. And that was about it. Yeah, no, that, that was, was it. it. So, uh, listen, I'm in on both of them. I'm in on well, both of them. Let's hope that you backed it up with at least a bold prediction for for these guys. Yes. All also, right, before we really get jump, can we just can yeah. I just take, take one more victory lap? Of course you can. <laughs> Theo That's Epstein, what else is this podcast about, Jack? Theo Epstein is a fraud. Uh, I've been saying it for years. Uh, he just signed Kyle Hendricks to, to, for sixty three million. All right. I won't. I won't say I support <laughs> the sixty three million for Kyle Hendricks. Kyle Hendricks is turning into Kyle Kendricks right in front of our eyes, <laughs> and and Theo just gave him sixty three. Million. He ended a hundred whatever I, year, I, 200, I, 196 years of suffering, Jack. <laughs> I, I got you. All right. I got you. Let's dive in here. Let's Coming up in a little bit, we'll, we'll have our season predictions, where we think they finish, all that good stuff, but it's bold prediction time, Jack. And I don't mean like lame predictions, like what you expect to happen. We're getting bold here. I want you to go out on a limb here for me. I have, hold on, let me count them up. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I should have done ten. That was dumb of me. I didn't realize I only had nine. I have nine bold predictions for you. One for each spot in the lineup, though that is not how it plays out. But let's okay. roll with it. What do you got for me? All right. Let's go back and forth. Let's go back and forth. Yeah, so I'll give one, yeah. you give one. Of course. I'm just going to go straight down my list, how they popped in my head. Okay. Uh, Scott Kingery is so is playing so well that they force the Phillies' hands and they trade Cesar Hernandez Ooh. at the deadline. Whoa! And take and take a shot on for like a picture or something on the kid. Honestly, I was trying. I was trying to get together a trade package today. Does, wow, this is a bold one. Does I really like this? Does Nick Williams, Cesar Hernandez, and two prospects get you Bauer? Does uh, Bauer also on my fantasy team? By the way. Uh, Nick Williams. They get they get an actual C- outfielder. Cesar and blows. two prospects and two prospects. I mean, if Medina's one of those prospects, it does. I mean, it, you're going right. to have to give up a legitimate prospect but, in that bunch. But but Bowers only got and, one and year and left. And the Indians need to be struggling somewhat, like maybe looking to move. Yes, Bauer only has one year left, and Bauer has said he's only signing one year. Year games. to year, baby. He's something else. That guy, dude. He's crazy. He if Philly, he's crazy. Philly, he will be like if he's good. Obviously, we'll love him. But there is a path where Trevor Bauer could be the most hated athlete in Philadelphia. Like he's no, that yeah. type of personality. Yeah, I honestly I don't <laughs> no, no, I don't think it'll go well. He's so good. He's so good. He's so crazy. Um He's so crazy. He's, yeah. he's so crazy. It's like dude, just can you just relax dude, for a just second? Stop talking. Just go out and pitch. Um yeah, well, oh, I think Kluber's av- I think one of those guys I think is available. Kluber makes more sense if the if the situation plays out that way just from a makeup standpoint. He's got a couple years left and in I his think deal. If they if they want to still compete Cesar helps him still compete. Williams is a is an MLB ready guy. They still have a spot for him. Uh, you really think Nick Williams has value around the league? I do. You bring I, him up in all these trade packages. Well, because I, well, I would rather I'm move. Like, him. what am I getting? A bag of balls? No, I'm, no, no. I would he's rather. Not that bad, I don't. I don't like Nick Williams that much, but I think he has more value than Altair. Even though I think Altair is still the better player. Yeah. Well, he definitely has more value than Altair, but that's like you know right. having more value than a bag of baseballs. So. Yes, but Altair's heating up <laughs> at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think I think. If you can move him, Williams and Cesar in a deal with two prospects, maybe it'll get. I don't know. Depending on like Medina in that deal for Kluber, I don't know how much I also put in a Trevor Bauer deal because it's one year. Year because to year. one year, yeah, exactly. So I don't know how much I really want to give up. Um, I think that would get it done if the Indians are in a spot where they're looking to to trade Bauer away, get something for him. I think it could yeah, work. So I and the I, Indians are that type of team. We talked about Lindor. You see that the, the oh, Indians owner was asked about yeah. Lindor, and he's like, "What would you say to fans who are worried about Lindor leaving in a few years?" He goes, "Enjoy him now." <laughs> he was just like, "Enjoy him while you got him," because I am not re-signing that dude because I don't spend that kind of money. He also had a comment about it, like three hundred million dollar contracts are not happening here. <laughs> like he was very blunt. Once again. Uh, very glad John Middleton is our <laughs> Jack, <laughs> Jack Middleton, Middleton is right. our owner. My uh, my Scott Kingery bowl prediction was so much less exciting than yours. I just said he bats over two eighty, which I thought was pretty bold considering he batted two thirty last year. These. He bats over two eighty. He batted two thirty three last year or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I th- I legitimately I think Kingery at the end of spring training was looking like a like a really really good ball player. I, th- I think I, I was trying to say I think Scott Kingery is going to be a lot more valuable from an offensive perspective than people think. No, I and I. You clearly do too. You want to step further. You're 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 one nothing on the boldness of the predictions. I think he's going to force their hand, and whether it's, I just think, uh, I'll say it for a little later. Okay, I'll give you one. JT Realmuto, thirty plus home runs next season. 
pretty bold considering 21, I believe, is his, high, is his career higher. 23 has never come close to 30. I mean, we've seen all the numbers, the road versus home splits. 870 OPS on the road last year, 773 at home. You look at his career numbers, he's a 310 hitter on the road. I just feel like Realmuto in this ballpark with the protection in the lineup he's going to have. I think JT Romuto, it's 30-plus home runs this year. I think so, too. Uh, wow! I think he's going to be... I just think... He, I mean, that's bold. Like, he's never come close no, no, to 30. I, I know, yeah. but I just don't think... I don't think we have any idea how good this guy's going to be. I, I agree with you. And for, for, first off, I think he has already helped Arietta tenfold. Well, we talked about it, how important he's going to be from a game Completely, perspective. Uh, but, but then you factor in the offense. First off, it's a, just a loaded offense he's on now. Like mm-hmm. this off, like one it matters. Through, like Julio Teran's throwing up in his mouth, having to think about <laughs> the first five in this lineup. Julio Teran just came up with a mysterious injury. Yeah, do you think Julio, Ter- you think Julio Teran shows up? <laughs> By the way, the Braves are starting two rookies in this opening I know, weekend. And well, you're I, a big Kyle Wright guy. Oh my god, I I freaking love you. Love Kyle, Kyle Wright. Wright. He's gonna be he's gonna be this year's Walker Walker Bueller. They they no, I hope not. That to be bad. I hope not. Walker Bueller is really good. Walker Bueller is dope. He's I love really Walker good. Bueller. He's really good. Um, but I, I'm all in on Kyle Wright. I'm all in on like Wright, Chris Paddock, like those kind of guys. Mm. My guys. Um, Pablo and Pablo Lopez and Trevor Richards. So this is going to sound crazy. I texted Jack during the late rounds of my fantasy draft after I had already taken Nick Pavetta. Let me remind you. <laughs> uh, I said, "Give me some of your some of your late round arms." And I took some Jack Fritz late rounds arms. Pablo Lopez is on my team. Yes. So let me just say this sounds crazy saying this. I'm kind of jealous of the Marlins rotation. You said this to me, and it <laughs> I, sounded crazy. I Defend yourself them. here. I just think they're fun. They're young and fun. Like I'm t- a big Sandy Alcantara fan. We've talked well, about Sandy that. Well, Sandy Alcantara, I mean, Caleb Smith, yeah. Trevor Richards, Pablo Lopez. Like, got some guys. And get some guys. It's going to be an interesting... It's going to be... They're going to strike guys out down there. Yes, I agree. I agree. Sandy, I, uh, not as much, but the other guys yeah, are Sandy's all guys. over the place. I, and I hate Jose Urania. From like yeah, I'm not a Urania Last year guy. when he pegged he's, Ronald Acuna. He's a D. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a Total big, D. big fan. Alright, so we're on the same page. Romito, 30 yeah. homers. Alright, my second one. Jared Eikhoff saves the Philly season. I think... Whoa! You are really bold. These I are think, great, Jack. I'm just going to give you one of these. <laughs> thank you. These appreciate two. it. We've got a Scott Kingery taking over for Cesar's traded at midseason, and Jared Eikhoff saves the season. Yes, so... Strong work. So last year, the Phillies were like only, only team in... I forget how long, but to have... Five guys make like thirty starts or mm-hmm. whatever. Like they were just remarkably healthy. Like that's not gonna. I just don't think it's gonna happen again. It's, it, there's a very small likelihood that it happens again. It's it's almost impossible. I I'm worried about Eflin. I'm always worried about Eflin because of knee stuff. I think he's healthy. He's actually looking pretty good. I'm 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 a Zach Eflin fan. But a uh, career high in innings last year. That's the type of thing you look for. Could lead to breakdown the year after that type of stuff. Yeah. Um. I think I think Velasquez pitches himself out of the rotation. Please. That is not a bold prediction. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm done <laughs> with them. That is a very down-the-middle prediction. And and I read this article about Eikhoff the other day, and he was talking about how um, when he when he had that nice stretch in 2016, I mean, like a 290 ERA for, I think, like 11 straight starts. And an elite walk rate. Yes, and he was throwing to, to, to Carlos Ruiz, and him and Ruiz were talking, and in the first couple starts he made that year without Ruiz, he was throwing a lot of first-pitch fastballs, or throwing a lot of fastballs, and they were getting crushed. And during that stretch, he, he reduced his fastball percentage by 10% and started using curveball more and more. Um, so I, I think he he's honing that in. And if he uses third, if he uses curveball on thirty five percent of his pitches this year, I think that's a like a, his fastball is not good enough 
to to get away. But I think if he learns from that and 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 takes, uses his other pitches to set up his fastball, right? Almost. That's how he has to pitch. He has to pitch backwards. He has to throw curveballs two uh, zero. He has to throw curveballs zero zero. Like he has to be able to he get has to it. catch guys off guard. Yes, because his fastball is eighty nine miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Like you're hoping he's Ross Stripling or something like that. Yeah. Um, look, oh my God! You're praying he's Ross Stripling. God, I do love Ross. Stripling. He's really good. That guy. So. Um, Stupid uh, Dodgers. I think <laughs> there's so much depth, it's crazy. But I, I think I think Eikhoff is going to have to be relied upon, and I think he's going to pitch well enough to be uh, a competent fifth starter. All right, this one's pretty bold. Reese Hoskins will lead the major leagues in RBI. Okay. That's bold, right? Yeah, I mean, you have... You J.D. Have, Martinez led it last year with 130. Oh, it's a big number. Nothing. It's a big number. Uh, last year, I mean, I think that... It would have been bold to say he's going to lead the NL. That wasn't enough. Javi Baez led with 111 last year. He's going to crush 111. I think Reese Hoskins gets in the 125 RBI neighborhood, and I think it's good enough to lead the major leagues. I think it makes a lot of sense. I mean, when you're looking at the roster construction or the line of construction. There's guys on base all the time. I mean, you, you have OBP, Machine, and Andrew McCutcheon leading off, yep. which I think he's obviously leading off. I mean, Gabe said the other day. Made it very clear. Yeah, and the lineup yesterday was very, that's what it's going to look like, mm-hmm. I think, on Thursday. I agree. Um, McCutcheon, Segura, Harper, Hoskins, Rel Muto, Herrera, Hernandez, Hernandez. Franco, yep. uh, Pitcher, Nola, which will be Nola. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, I think he has a very legitimate chance, and I just think he's going to, just be a beast in that. Four I think he's going to rake Dude, in the that four hole. The guy had ninety-seven RBI, ninety-five RBIs last year in that range, and he was playing with no one. Yeah, and missed ten games or one hundred and fifty-three games. I think he played to so miss nine, ten games yeah, with, with the, the broken jaw, jaw. Thing and stuff. And he's he's been so streaky in his career that I think as he matures a little bit, he's gonna he's gonna not have those streaks. I mean, he finished the year last year batting two fifty-three. Mm-hmm. I think two fifty-three. So. Yeah, if he can get a little bit more consistent, I see no like he thirty five homers and one hundred and thirty RBIs. Yeah, buddy. Okay, let's roll. All right, all lead right. the major leagues. Let's okay. go. Let's do it. Um, all right, this one I've said before, but I'm sticking with it. Adam Morgan develops into the most <laughs> the most reliable lefty. I was reliever. waiting for it. I he, knew it was coming. Listen, there, the, the, for what it's worth, the more you watch the Jose Alvarez and I mean Pazos, it's more than anything that it's. A lack of talent from the left side and left-handed side, so it's not that crazy from that perspective. If there's one thing that always gets me to perk my ears up, it's a team tells a guy to throw more sliders. Yeah, we know it's your it's, thing. It's if there's it's the one thing that I'm like there's a breakout, <laughs> automatic breakout. Um, it's what the I mean. The Cubs told Cole Hamels to throw more sliders last year for the, when he got there, went on an absolute tear. Um, I mean, the, this is all the Astros do. When they bring in guys like Ryan Presley with a, a fantastic spin rate, and they're like, hey, throw it more. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's like, hey, hey crazy idea. More. Crazy idea. So the Phillies did that with Adam Morgan, and against lefties in the spring, he looked good. They made him go against righties. That's just, come on, let's relax for a second. Um, but the fastball velocity was 94 95. Uh, and if he can, if he. And he's throwing like he's throwing like oh oh sliders two oh sliders like he's mixing it in whenever he wants right now, all in, wow. all in on Adam. All in he was on... good in 2017. I I actually I loved him in 2017. I was a big fan of his in 2017. He had one down year. Everyone's off the scent. Guess who's not? I this like guy. This. Also, Guess who's not? Also, him and David Robertson went to Alabama together. I don't know if that means anything. Oh, it but, means everything. Roll Tide. But they went to <laughs> they went to. I mean, I don't Alabama really need to hear anything else. Right. All right. I'll give you a bullpen one. This is the boldest one of all, and it's not going to happen, but I'm going to say it anyway. Hector Neris strikes out 40% of the batters he faces. 
Give it to me. Hector? It's like impossible. I yeah, do- his career high, last year he struck out 37.5% of the batters he faced, which is insane. His career high prior to that was 33%. He's not going to get to 40%. Like That's like almost Josh Hader-ish type levels that you're getting to, but the point of the bull prediction is that I think that we get the Hector Neris that we saw once he came back from the minors last year. He's not going to be closing. He's not going to have that pressure on him. I think Hector Neris is going to be, outside of Robertson and Sir Anthony, the best arm in this bullpen. Robertson, Sir Anthony, Neris. That's, That's what it. I'm thinking. <sighs> it's interesting. Well, here's the thing is that for as much as we don't like him, Nishek's really good. Uh, I always, I honestly, I like, I just like block him out. You're right. Nishek's a really good pitcher. He won't, he doesn't have the strikeout stuff that Neris does, though. So an on Hector Neris can be a better pitcher. Yes, but that. I think consistency wise. No, you're right. I would Pat say. Pat Nishek gets out. He, he does. I just hate the guy. <laughs> He's such a jerk. Yeah, well, the, the three batter minimum thing might be the <laughs> might, end. Might be the end of Pat Nishek. Um, all right. Uh, I got another bullpen one if you want me to fire no, it No, 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 I got it. Okay. At the end of next season, or at the end of this season, Odubel Herrera will clearly be this team's fourth best player. Ooh, it's I, have, go, I like that. It's going to go Harper, Hoskins, Rilamito, Herrera. I like this. My I o- think he's going to have a huge bounce. Dude, he's, he is locked in. Well, okay. He's absolutely locked I have in. some serious thoughts on Odubel. I actually have an Odubel bowl prediction. Batting over 300 this year. That is over my call. 300. Over 300. He's never done his career. 297, 286, 281 prior to last year. Last year, obviously, a down year, 255. Here are my thoughts. He's clearly can be an around 300 hitter, considering the fact that he went 297, 286, 281 the three years prior. So we know he has the ability. We've seen him bat over 300 for stretches, 360 through up till May last year. Just like you and Adam Morgan, you read that article. <laughs> read an article. Oh, yeah. Jim Salisbury. Yeah, I read the same article. Good piece, man. And and the thing about it is that for the first time, it really seems like the Phillies are working on the between the ears stuff. Like they're they're acknowledging who he is and what he is, and they're actually focusing on. It. I don't know who the guy was that he talked. It's like some sports psychologist mm-hmm. type person who they have sitting with him, and they're going through like at bats where he was successful and saying, "What did you do here? How did this happen? Why did you do this?" And actually trying to get him to think about what he's doing. And why things are happening, added the fact that he's 27, physical prime. I'm so with you, man. I think that we're going to get a locked-in Odubel more often than not this year. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be Bradley Cooper and Limitless. Ooh, Bradley Cooper and Limitless? That's what I'm talking about with Odubel. They're like, he's like, hey. They're, they're, they're unlocking that. Yeah. They're giving him the pill and now he yeah. can just do everything? Like the, the Phillies went to him and said, hey, you were doing this well. What happened there? He's like, I did this. And then he's going to be like, I'll do that all the time? Oh, click. Is that which also his overall his war is gonna be way better this year because he has actual competent defenders yes, next to him. He that is have, such a he doesn't have to cover the entire outfield basically. He, he won't have Nick Williams. He won't have <laughs> Reese. <laughs> won't have me out in left Reese field in anymore. Left field. Um, <laughs> won't have a slower version of me in left field. I I, I am all in. I, I I just think he's gonna listen. I think the Phillies are so loaded that him being their fourth best player is like like if if if, if Harper wasn't here or Relmuto wasn't here. I would have him as in like an MVP consideration, um, but they just they're too loaded to realistically put him in the MVP conversation. Yeah, I mean, you think it's it's Harper, Romuto, 
Hoskins. I mean, those are your guys if you're talking MVP conversation. Right. So I don't think he's it's but, hard for a guy batting sixth, seventh in the lap to win the MVP. It exactly. Doesn't happen very often. Exactly. But there's there's a path to an All Star game there for sure. There's a path to a batting title. Like I don't think he'll be. Well, he there, has the talent to do. But that. he he is talented enough to win a batting title. And again, he'd really have to get it together. But I I don't think we make a big enough deal about him being 27. Uh, it feels like because he's been here for so long and the rule five year and he started the whole year and the whole thing like that it just for some reason feels like he's older than he is. You know, I agree. I mean, it feels like he's been in our lives forever, forever, which is which is crazy. And he's been. I did. I said this a couple of days ago on Twitter. Like, I I I really do think Philadelphia is going to fall in love with Odubel oh. because he's going to be. He's not going to be the best player. He's so fun when he's like going right. No, I know. And he's he's not the best player. And if he's locked in and he's not making mistakes in the outfield, like. I said this a thousand times. Imagine if Shane Victorino was your best player for like three years. It's a great years. point, yeah. The, the, I, every he, time. He's basically what sh- we hope he's Shane Victorino in a way, but relying on Shane Victorino to be your best player, that's not good for your baseball team because he is also erratic as well. Like, Odubel locked in. I think Philadelphia, now that he's going to be like their seventh best player, is, is just going to fall in love with the guy. I love it. All right, I'll give you one of my, my other bullpen one. This okay. Is, this is just stupid. It's not going to happen. But I'm going super bold. This team's going to win a lot of games. A lot of save potential here. Don't hurt yourself over there. Sir Anthony Dominguez saves 40 games this year. And why is that bold? Because David Robertson's probably more the closer, you would think. I think it's going to ultimately end up being Sir Anthony. Robertson gives you more on the splits. You can put him in in more spots with the lefty split thing. I guess Sir Anthony's really good against both. I'm just taking a shot. One of those two guys is going to save a lot of games. It's a lot bolder to say it's Sir Anthony. So I'm going to say Sir Anthony says 40 games. I'm going to vehemently disagree with you. Yeah, it's probably going to be Robertson, but because <laughs> the point I, of the bold predictions. I just think that they want Dominguez to be the fireman. I I I thought that. I'm not 100% sure about that. If Robertson seems like he's not the closer with a C. You know, this as Matt Klentak put it on the midday show, the Scarlet C. Yes. He said they'd love to have someone like that. Sir Anthony is the most talented pitcher in this bullpen. Oh, for sure. Not Period. even close. Not even close. And I agree with you. I think they love having him in versatility, but I also think that this team is too good not to have someone lock down games. And I think Sir Anthony will flourish wherever they put him. Ultimately, I think it ends up with Sir Anthony on the back end. Okay. I think it'd be Robertson. I like it. I think it'd be Robertson. Good. All we right. had to disagree on something. I think a lot of people saw this coming, but it's it's time to get it out there. Do it. Nick Pavetta finishes top 10 in Cy Young voting. Oh, I love it. <laughs> He's going to have a an unbelievable season. I, I said 220 strikeouts is my bold prediction. That's what I said last did you say that? I thought we were talking about Nolan when we talked about that. Oh, yeah, I think we did. Yeah, because look, he had 188 and 164 innings last year. All he has to do is get to 190 innings and he's got it. It's done. Yeah, no. And listen, there's obviously some, I mean, there's some great pitchers in the end. Top 10. So, I love This is aggressive. So you have DeGrom, Syndergaard, Nola, Scherzer. 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 <laughs> Should have been the first name yeah. you said, but yeah, you know. But we we can't get exposed like last time <laughs> when, it was, when it was like uh, look, uh, Bueller. Kershaw. You can't put on that list because Kershaw's not gonna. He's not healthy now. I mean, he's still in the running. You can't say Kershaw isn't, but I would be surprised if Kershaw holds up enough to be a Cy Young winner this year. But again, it's Clayton Kershaw, so he's in the discussion. Bueller, I think, will will advance into top ten this. You could see a guy, I think there's another Bueller-type guy, whether it's like a Jack Flaherty or someone who takes a big step forward. I could see that person I think, I think up there. I think Flaherty finishes top 10 in, in, in LSI. All right. Okay, so you're just making real real jumps right now. I like oh, it. Oh, Flaherty's finishing top five. 
I think I think Flaherty is going to be Whoa. an absolute monster this year. I like him too. That's no, aggressivo. Oh, it's not. I think it's actually oh, wow. mild, to be honest. I think I think Flaherty is going to be the third best pitcher in the NL this year. Wow. I really do. I think that is so bold. He's so good, man. Wow, we should have been doing Jack Flaherty bold predictions here. Is it just the same as Jack? Is that are, we a, are we a St. Louis Cardinals podcast now? No. Um, let me think of this out. I'm thinking DeGrom, Nola, Scherzer, Bueller. Cindergard. A healthy Baumgartner if he's fully healthy. Flaherty. German Marquez? Dude, he's my guy. Kyle Ger- Freeland? German, Mar- you, German Marquez is my guy. I think he's I think he's better than Freeland. I think he's awesome. If he didn't pitch in Colorado, I think he'd be a Cy Young contender. Tyon? Am I a good year? People are in on Tyon this year. Nicholas? Miles. Uh, I'll put Pavetta right in the 8-12 to 12 range. Okay. How about this for a bold <laughs> prediction? Aaron Nola wins the National League Cy Young. There it is. Wins more than 20 games. This team's going to be too good. I hate predicting pitcher wins because, as you know, as we all know, there are so many factors that go into it. I think Aaron Nola wins at least 20 games this year. I think he wins the Cy Young. I love it. Um, uh, I think it was Jonah Carey did his trade value rankings, and he said that people around the league, like, if you had to pick a guy to wins first, Cy Ooh, Young, really? it's, it's Nola. Ooh, yeah, 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 I like that. Yeah, yeah. So look, another year building off. Degrom last gets year. a big head with and a the great new contract. Team around him. Yes, obviously he's clearly that type of guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, I mean, think about it with like a, a major league defense by Nola too. What he did last year, I, I just and Nola a, and a better catcher. No, I can't overstate that enough. A guy who's actually going to call games for him and and be involved in that intimately. Involved. Well, it's weird. Like when I watch Nola, it's like, how do I see him getting worse? <laughs> You don't. Because he's so good. He, he, he's going to get better. He's so good. I don't know how much better he can get. Not much, but but we can see it more consistently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, we we, we saw this. So the, the, so the, the Athletic came Shout out. Shout out to John Bartrid coming to the so, studio. So the Athletic the came out. The voice in our open. Yeah, the Athletic came out today, and they, they did their player polls. And the they said the most overrated player in baseball is going to be Bryce Harper. Ah. Oh. 62% of people say he's the most overrated player in baseball. You know what that is? That's jealousy. Is and is. and which manager, aside from your own, would you least want to play for? Gabe Kapler is the winner. Yeah, all right. But here's the thing. Gabe Kapler gets 18.3% of the vote. Second with 16.1% is Joe Madden. Yep. So it just shows that players are dumb. Also, Buck Showalter's not even a manager anymore. No, he's not. <laughs> it's a so. bad list. Mike Sosha, also not a manager anymore. Yeah. It's a bad list. So that's good. Um, <laughs> but let me just say this. Let me just say that's, this. I mean, really? We got two guys who are not managers anymore on this list? Really? Yeah, that's good. Players? That's good. Let me just say this. Shows how up to date they are on, on who's managing around the league. Let me just say this. For all of you people out there that are, that are looking down on Bryce Harper, and you are a little bit down on Bryce Harper, mm-hmm. let me just tell you something. That on Thursday, March 28th, he is going scorched earth on your asses. Bryce Harper is going to destroy the National League. And listen, you may have slept on him. You may have said he's not worth that contract. Well, guess what, buddy? If he batted 280 last year and had 38 home runs, the guy's getting 400 million. Okay? He had one bad half a season and it has sunk his entire value around the league. I think people are now too down on Bryce Harper. They don't understand how good Bryce Harper is. He's entering into his prime at a hitter's ballpark with a loaded lineup. I don't even think it's bold. I think Bryce Harper's winning the MVP. I think he's winning. The, I I don't even think that's bold anymore. I my bold prediction was he's going to break his record of forty two homers Wait, and so hundred RBI. So you have him winning the MVP oh, and yeah. you have Nola winning the Cy Young. Let's go. 
<laughs> Let's go. Okay. No, I just, don't think they're winning rookie of the year if it makes you feel any better. I'm just so I'm just so sick and tired I, of this like Let's go. Oh, MVP and Cy Young. Let's go. I'm just so sick and tired of this whole Bryce Harper like he's so overrated and, yeah, and these all are bold stuff. predictions. Let's not forget. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> I'm not saying this is definitely gonna happen. I'm just sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of it and I want people to understand that on Thursday it is game over. For 162 games, he's gonna be locked in. He's taking that twenty five million a year and Ooh. he is going to destroy baseball. Johnny year. Marks going to be joining us Wednesday night, Wednesday. 8 to 9, the High Hopes out. I can't wait. Are we going to get listeners out there? High Hopes That's listeners? That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to come get the out, people man. to come out. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about the most overrated player in baseball, Bryce Harper. Oh, outrageous. They even, even play a game and, and they're already outrageous. starting on him. Yeah, that's called jealousy is what that is. That's players saying, oh, you got $330 million. I'm jealous. Well, I saw the ESPN list that had him ranked 15th a couple weeks ago, maybe mm-hmm. last day, and I thought that was fair. The CBS poll that comes out that says he's the 45th, I mean, that's, it's, 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 ridic- asinine. it's ridiculous. It's I mean, asinine. When, when the NFL networker, whoever did that Carson Wentz thing, had him third overall, they were overrating what he did based on one year. Um, and if a list came out this year and they had him at 110th, they'd be underrating the player he really is. He's closer to 15 than he yep. is where he's going to be this year. And Bryce Harper is Bryce Harper's still an all-star player. He's still going to start in the all-star game in right field, I mean, and he's still silly. a good player. It's silly. It de- it demeans the whole thing. It's you look at the rest of the poll like it's a joke when you. I mean, forty-five. Come on. Yeah, it's a troll job. It's a troll job. Yeah. That's to what get it us is. To talk about him, we're doing exactly. It. We're doing it. Yeah. Good job. Thank All right. You, you. Good job, CBS. <laughs> See you, Johnny. Um, tomorrow night, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. Wednesday night. Yes. I'm doing the you and saying tomorrow yeah. instead of Wednesday like I did before. Uh, Wednesday. So there's one nine. thing with Bryce that I want to talk about real quick. Ooh. Are we? Is there? What's your What's your level of concern with Vegas having his over under at 32.5 and Baseball Reference having it at 27? I saw you tweet this. Um, zero. I trust Vegas a lot more than I trust uh, um, Baseball Reference, but still. Reference. I think that they, when they do those types of things, they have to bake it in. Look, they're trying to get people to bet on both sides. There are a lot of people who don't believe in Bryce Harper. Also, when you look at the fact that he had 34 last year, it's not that much higher than that. And I'm not, I think it's silly, to be honest. I don't. I think they're hedging their bets. The 27 from Reference, I don't get at all. I mean, it, I guess they're guessing he's going to get hurt. Uh, I mean, well, I guess. Uh, if it, Bryce Harper plays 160 games <laughs> and it's 27 homers. Meltdown. I'll, I'll walk <laughs> naked through the streets. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it just it won't happen. Right. And especially in this lineup. In this lineup and in this ballpark. I know. Where that's 81 games here. No, I think I think it's ridiculous. It's I just think at dumb. Least, it should have at least been set at 34 and a half. Yeah. Well, he 34 last year. Right. And he was hurt part of the season. I just... That's silly. It, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's silly. I make some money. Go out and bet on the over. Yeah. I bet our... Uh, should we take all... I bet the- our boss about the whole... He gave me 31 as an over-under. I took the over. I put my money where my mouth is again. Nice. Well, I, I, I just think it's, I think it's ridiculous. But um, then I forgot completely that I bet him, and he sent me your, your tweet, and he's like, <laughs> "I'm gonna win," and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "We bet on the homers." I'm like, "Oh yeah, forgot. <laughs> I'll win. I feel good about it." Okay. okay. I totally forgot. But yeah, I, I thought, I just thought it was weird. I thought it was really weird. So, good little chat. Is this weird? Yes, no, it is. Not yet. We got a good is this weird coming up. <laughs> I don't know what it is yet, but Jack very rarely texts me and says, I have the greatest is this weird ever. So Yeah, it's pretty weird. I'm pretty excited. All right, what do you got? I'll throw one in there too. Um, that was it. I got my Bryce Harper. My Bryce Harper one's my that was last, your last one? one. That's my nine. All right. You got any more? Uh, yeah, because I panicked and remembered a couple. <laughs> I, th- I only had like four written down, but then I remembered a couple That's that good. I wanted to write down. Lay them on me. Uh... Boehm has a bad year, and people are concerned about him, Uh-oh. and he dropped to like fourth in the prospect rankings, but but eventually Jason figures it out. 
Jason Oshart figures it out, and he comes the back master. with a monster year. Um, the year we after, we have one bad prediction. I mean, we're talking about like a, we're yeah, a 130 win mix... baseball team at this point, right? I did, <laughs> we I did go a minor league prediction though, so it won't, <laughs> it won't influence the greatness of the major league team. Had to work it in. Had to work. Um, I have I have one of Moniak or Hazley has gone to the deadline. So so it, this one's not really bold. I just think not it, bold. It doesn't. It makes a lot of sense because eventually these, these guys are going to have to play in the major leagues. Mm-hmm. I mean, and. And you've been catching. And you've got right field locked down for a nice little while. I'd say Correct. obviously DH could come and all that, but McCutcheon Correct. here for four years. Yeah, but you have uh, yeah McCutcheon here for three more years. I think Oduble solidifies himself as a center fielder. Um, and one of those guys is going to be traded this deadline. I think that they're going to spend this first half evaluating who they want to keep long term. Mm-hmm. Um, Hazley's going to start at Double A, I would think. Uh, and with a quick fast track to Lehigh Valley, um, and I think Modiac's going to start maybe at Double A. It'd be interesting if they oh, keep I, them both I, again. He better start at Double A. I mean, well, I know, maybe, maybe <laughs> he starts at Double A. And boy, I can't wait to uh, to read into his power numbers at Double A. I'll give you a, pr- a prospect ranking one at the end of this season. Luis Garcia is a top thirty prospect in baseball. Yeah, I think so too. I think Luis Garcia is going to go out like he's the guy. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be him and Wander Franco as the next shortstops. Wander Franco is already there. Wander Franco. Wander Franco is a top three prospect in baseball already. Yeah, it's man, annoying. he's so good. Rays, man. There's dude. Rays. Can we just hire everyone from the Rays? Uh, yeah, that's what I said with the Mets thing. They hired Brody Van Wagen and instead of Kyan Bloom was like a guy down there. It was such a silly move. Crazy. I love you, Mets. Thank and you. my final one, I just had to throw it in there. Aaron Altair is clearly the fourth I, I outfielder. I was waiting. I was waiting. Roman Quinn's always bangs up. Also, not that good. Not going to start the season. <laughs> He's hurt. Can't start the season. No what one else is, is new? No one has been more overrated where this are the, season. Where are, the, where are the people who want Roman Quinn as your center fielder? Where are they at now? That would look. Uh, that would. That's going to. That's going to age poorly with Odubel's year. Yeah, I think up. so too. I, I think, think so too. I think so. too. All right. So uh, those are your bold predictions. Again, bold. We're not saying these things are going to happen, though Pavetta will be top 10 yes. in Cy Young. That is a fact. No doubt about it. They probably won't win MVP and Cy Young, but hey, they could. There's just, there's a they lot, could. There's a lot of good of pitchers. Of the two, uh, that's what I was about to say, of the two, I feel better about Harper than Noah. So do I, because I think I think Scherzer's going to do Scherzer things. I think DeGrom's going to do DeGrom things. I think Stendergaard's going to bounce back a year. Jack Flaherty's going to do Jack, Jack Flaherty's going to be amazing. Um, I This is going to, this may be bold. I think Wheeler's going to work himself in the conversation. You've been a big Zach Wheeler guy. He was really good in the second he was, half. He was very good. He broke out. I'm trying to think. Is that I'm trying to think now if there's anyone we're forgetting in this discussion because the tweet who's going to be tweeted at us well, that we it, forgot. It depends, that, that's it, the question. Who de- will people tweet at us that we forgot? It depends if Robbie Ray bounces. I was back. just about to say Robbie Ray probably Frankie, not. Frankie no. Bumgarner no. Uh, Cubs pitchers Kyle Hendricks yeah, no. right. No. <laughs> Lester's bad no. no. Um, 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 uh, I don't think we're forgetting Chris Archer bounce back. No, Chris Archer's bad. <laughs> you love Chris Archer. No, I don't love Chris Archer. I've no, you never don't. It was loved a Chris joke. Archer. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you got really mad there. I'm like, no, I don't love Chris Archer. I think we're good. I think we have our bases covered. Yeah. Anyone in NL Central? No. Jack's like, really thinking hard. Like right? Luis He's looking Castell- up at the ceiling. He's Sonny like, Gray, Luis Castillo, no. <sighs> uh, Tanner Roark, bust out season in Cincy. In on, in on Tanner. I know you are. <laughs> I mean, that's all the strikeout rates in, in spring training, and I decided all in. Chris Paddock? <laughs> Chris Paddock making his way into it? I mean, no, I think, I mean, yeah, he's in the, he's in the, Pavetta's going to be in the German Marquez class. I like it. Look, if he's German Marquez, I'll be really, really happy. All right, uh, let's get to it. It's prediction time, Jack. Not bold prediction, real prediction. Let's start with the NL East. I want all five teams five to one. How do they finish? All right, I think the Nationals win the division. Whoa, uh, they win ninety. A terrible. They start. win ninety-two games. What I think a, what a 
terrible job. By I think you. the Phillies win the wild card, and they win ninety games. I think the Braves finish third, but also make the second wild card, mm-hmm. and they win. I don't know, 88, 89 wins mm-hmm. with a young ass rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, with a guy, who, the guy who's starting on Saturday, his name is Bryce, but it's spelled with an S. So that guy's going to suck. Yeah, no, we're we're out on that guy. Yeah. He's, he's not a fan. There's no way that guy's going to be good. No, he's already bad. The Mets are going to win like 84 games. I mean, it's it's going to be better than last year, but come on, mm-hmm. like let's not let's stop kidding ourselves. Mm-hmm. Although Pete Alonso might be their Reese, <laughs> which hurts a little bit. Pete we'll Alonso see. might be a guy. We'll see. Dominic Smith wasn't so. No, no. But Nimmo's fun. I like Nimmo. Yeah, but I the the Mets are. I are, like their bullpen. That's about it. And their staff. Well, their starting staff. Yeah, I like their pitching. Not so much hitting. All right, and then and the then Marlins. The with Marlins. Like fifty-five wins. Yes. <laughs> Who, who's the Orioles are worse than the Marlins? Yeah, but the Orioles are worse than the Marlins. Not even close. The the thing with the Marlins is they are in an incredibly talented division across the board. It's going to be tough to play. You know, half your games against those teams, but still. But their staff is going to be interesting to watch this I, year. They'll be better than the Orioles. There's no question. Um, they've had a good spring, the Marlins. They went 11 straight at one point, which is like, what? <laughs> there it is. Um, all right. Unlike Jack, I am not. I'll go back to front. Oh, wait, hold the on. suspense. Gabe just put out the opening day lineup. McCutcheon, Segura, Harper, Hoskins, Real Muto, Herrera, Hernandez, Franco. So exactly what we yes. expected. Okay. Marlins in fifth place. I'll give them... Um, I'll give them... Um, 59 wins. There was 103 games. Okay. That's what Jeter wants. Jeter psyched about it. <laughs> uh, Mets, 83 wins. Fourth place. I agree with you. I think the Mets are overrated this offseason. I'm going to talk about... I mean, in terms of war, they say that the Mets added more war than the Phillies this offseason. It's just asinine. It's just silly. Like, I... In terms of what they lost, well, versus what because, they gained, because Harper had a one point three. Yeah, war the last number. Year. I'm saying the numbers are. Uh, they did lose. I'm not criticizing the actual fact of that. I'm saying that it is asinine to think that the Mets offseason was very close to what the Phillies did this offseason. Yeah, I mean it's it's Edwin. It's Edwin's the only guy I'm really excited about if I'm a Mets fan. Yeah, I mean Cano. Juris Familia. Cano is uh, playing second base, first base. <laughs> is Cano just going to play defense? Really? It's a thing that's going to happen. Um, Jed Lowry. Ho-ho! Oh, stop. Don't pick on Jed. I like Jed. He's 35 years old or 36 years old. He I should mean, be like 31. He can barely walk. Um, <laughs> and he's hurt. And he's, you know, he's like my age, man. My age can't play baseball. All right. <laughs> no, you're... <laughs> start digging your grave, buddy. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Me and Jed Lowry. Um, Braves in third place. I tell you what. They're not going to be good this year. I like, think they're going to bounce back. I think 85 or bounce back the other way. 85-ish wins somewhere in that range. I'll say 85. I think they have enough talent where they won't be bad, but... How how often do you see a young team jump out, have a big breakout type season, and then fall back the next year? It happens all the time. I think the Braves are the Phillies' biggest competition long term in this division over the yeah. next ten years. I think this year they fall back a little bit. I agree with you. I think the division comes down to the Phillies and the Nationals. I don't even think the Braves get a wild card. I think the Nationals get a wild card. They win ninety games. Yeah, I think they're. I, I think, actually had them at eighty nine, and I think the Phillies. It's funny because you said ninety two. I have the Phillies at ninety two. I think the Phillies win ninety two games. I think they win the division. Now let me tell you. Let me give you. Let me make my case for the Nationals. Let's go. Let me take. Let me make my case for the Nationals. And look, I'm not saying that this is a. This is a very tight division, especially those two teams. In my opinion, at the top, the Nationals are right there. Okay. Um. Obviously, I'm not a Nationals guy, but <laughs> but I just think when you have a starting staff of. Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin. I think it's a really good three. Yeah, uh, you know, when when Strasburg gives you like right. fifteen starts, it'll I really am, help. I am, <laughs> I am eternally. I do think Corbin's going to be awesome. I am eternally grateful that they traded away Felipe Vasquez and Blake Trinan. It's unbelievable. 
It re- the, two of the five to seven best closers <laughs> in baseball. We don't need you. I mean, Blake Training is like, I, I love, Pitching Ninja calls him a witch, and I think it's the perfect way to put it. He's yeah. a witch. I don't know how he makes the ball move the way he does. At 98. It's unbelievable. I've, it's un, like it's unbelievable. Go watch Blake Training drifts, and you can just get lost. Yes, in. and they also gave away Jesus Lazardo in that deal, who is the best pitching prospect in I baseball. I like him. He's, gonna be, he's hurt, but he's going to be good. Yes. Uh, so thank you, Mike Rizzo. Other than Forrest Whitley, of yes. course. Best prospect, yeah, pitching wise. Yeah, he's pitched like fifty innings. Let's relax with fours, really. Right. Um, I like Paddock, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so the Nationals, like Doolittle's good at the end of games. Like their bullpen's fine. It's fine, but I just there's that there's that weird. The feeling I get about the Nationals is sure Harper's gone and he was their face, but I feel like for a lot of that team, that's going to be a sigh of relief in a way. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like right it and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that stuff was right lame. It. That stuff was lame, but. I just think that it's going to be a... a yeah, but it came from somewhere is the point. Like, that wasn't, like, that... I, I don't think there was a mentality around that team, clearly, that some people didn't love Bryce Harper. Yeah, it's going to be a maybe a burden off their shoulders in a way. I just think it's going to be a huge exhale for them. I think they're going to be able to go out and, you know, that whole thing's gone. The, the just pr- play baseball. Right, and, like, Robles, I think it'll be okay. Uh, Soto will be Soto. Um, out of, I agree with you, but... A lot of times, sophomore slump is a thing for a reason. It happens all the time in sports. I think Soto's too talented a hitter. I agree with you. I'm just saying, don't expect him to take a huge step forward yet. He's still really young. Uh, I think they got better at catcher. Like, I just think they, they seem like a more complete team, and they have a better, they had one, leg, I mean, more legit starter. I mean, Patrick Corbin is, has been one of the five, well, he's a number, he's a top five in Cy Young last year. Uh, Corbin's awesome. Right. He so also on that that team has a good pitching staff. I got yeah. Bauer, I got Corbin, I got Snell. It's good nice. staff. So I I, I just I think I think they're gonna come out on fire and I think they're gonna try to prove a point that we're not we're bigger than Bryce Harper in a way. And I just think they're they're too talented. I think it'll carry them a little long. For, yeah. And that's look, that's fair. Again, we're we're splitting it hairs with these two teams. They're yeah. both really talented. They are a team who is uniquely set up to be able to move forward with losing a guy like Bryce Harper. You have Robles ready to come up who I think it'll take him some time, but is a elite prospect. He's a legit. He's higher than Soto. Yes, he was a top five prospect in the game at one point. So Robles, someone who has a lot of talent. Adam Eaton, you know, if he stays on the field, a nice player to have out there. Rendon, really getting to that prime time where he can prime physical time of his career, where he can kind of take another step forward. They're a very Turner. talented team, and Trey Turner. Dozier. It, Turner's one of the better, you know, young players in baseball too. So. I'm with you. I think the Nationals are going to be real competition. I think those two teams are the the a cut above the Braves and the Mets. Yes, the darlings of the of the division. The darlings of the division. <laughs> yes. All right. So playoffs. You have the Braves and Phillies playing in the wild card game. I have the Phillies uh, in the wild card game playing against the Colorado Rockies. I think the Rockies make it again this year. I think the Dodgers win that division. The Dodgers definitely win the West. The Rockies. So the Nationals and the Rockies squaring off in that wild card game. So the NL Central is only getting one team in with how loaded that know, division is. I but that's is. why I think I think they beat up on each other. I know the NL East could have the same thing, but because I think the Met, the Nats and Phillies will step up a little bit further, I think they beat on each other a little less. I think the Cardinals win that division. That's the only team I have making the playoffs from there. Man. The Brewers, it's tough to keep the Brewers out too. Yeah, and the Cubs. <laughs> I don't think the Cubs make it though. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I think that I don't. they didn't make themselves better. They didn't spend any money. They didn't do anything. Their owner said, I can't afford to do anything. Apparently, Chris Bryant bounce back should help you, Darvish. Who knows? I I don't love the Cubs. 
I don't it's, love the Cubs. It's mean, so wild because their GM's the best of all time. I just don't get it. But, <laughs> or their president or losing a step. Um, He's losing his fastball. Uh, well, Pakota had them at seventy nine wins. I, I think and, that's low, but I, I think they're a low eighties wins team. Well, and Joe Girardi, uh, not Joe Girardi, Joe Madden. Uh, Joe Madden it's probably his last year. They they think he's one hundred percent gone. Um, it just feels like there's a there's there's something off. It feels somewhat there's something toxic there. Whether it's the ownership on down, it, I think it starts at the top and comes down. But I mean that guy's an asshole. The top Ricketts. I mean he's yeah. a, he's a jerk. Yeah. I mean that email that came out or whatever. I mean that's one of those things where if they had taken his team away from him, I would have been okay with it because what an ass. Yeah. But. Obviously, they weren't going to do that. Yeah, but I, I don't think, think from the top down, there's something toxic going on. Yeah, there. and Rizzo's become one of the most overrated players in baseball. And I mean, look, I'm for what I'm. A, I'm a Chris Bryant fan, and I would love to see him in red pinstripes maybe one day. someday. But he was bad last year, and I know he's hurt at times. But Chris Bryant was not the Chris Bryant we know and love. He had last 17 year. home runs. Yeah, he wasn't good. I, I'm not. I mean, a, Javi without Javi Baez, that team, and I think Javi Baez, a really, I love watching the guy play. Last year was the best Javi Baez you'll ever get. Right. I mean, he's not a 38 home, 33 home run guy or whatever. Like that was he was really great last year. He still swung at 40% of pitches he outside led the of the league zone. in RBI, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, I, I'm not a Javi guy. I'm not either. I, mean, he's, I think he's, he's fun to watch. Amazing. I just don't I don't trust a guy that swings and misses. As I don't think he's a top five player in the National League, and he was last year. He was the second best player in the National League last year. Yeah. So not in on the Cubs. I, I agree with you. The Cardinals. I think they're gonna have a really really I, good I year. I really like the card. The Goldschmidt move. I think I think that staff with Flaherty and Mikolas, like I love those guys. The pen should be better. Your boy Jordan Hicks. I think Ozuna's going to figure it out again in a year or two. Uh, I think he's going to settle in there. So I'm in on the Cardinals winning that division. Uh, it's the Brewers and the, that that's tough to say. You know what? Brewers and Rockies slugging it out for yeah. that other wild card. That's tough. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I'm taking the Braves out. The Braves are making the playoffs. I don't think so either. I'm, I'm putting the Brewers in there. Okay. Although they're getting a little banged up. I mean, uh, Knebel might, might need Tommy were, John. Yeah, Knebel's banged up. Jeffress is banged up. Like, Jeffress is also horrible in the yeah, postseason last year. Yeah, and look, I mean, they still have Josh Hader, sure. They have Born, Burns. That bullpen will be okay. But, I mean, you're talking about, like, it's still a starting staff with, like, is Jimmy Nelson ever pitching? And Julius Chassin? I mean, these guys, like... I don't feel good about that. I like the Rocky staff better. Well, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I I believe in in Brandon Woodruff though. If he need if he needs to do it. Hopefully, uh, I mean, I like Woodruff too, but I don't know. Well, they're gonna slug. I mean, that team is they'll that hit. team's gonna slug. Yeah, so they'll hit. Listen, I moose at second base. That's gonna be interesting. I'm out on the. I I take back my Braves comment. Thank it's you. gonna be the Brewers or Rockies for I think the second wildcard. That's card. where I was at. So we're good. Cool. Same page. Yes. We needed that. Yes. Um. All right. What now? They we're gonna do AL. AL. Sure. Why not? I think the Yankees won the division. Really? Yeah. I think the Red Sox won the division. Twi- uh, Indians, obviously. But no the, tw- the Twins make it interesting. I because think the I Twins think will be better. The, the Indians roster isn't... I looked it over the other day. It's not that great. Not that great. <laughs> I think it'll still be good enough to win a... a tr- At that division, it's one of those things where the Indians win total will just be inflated by playing the, the Tigers, the Royals, and uh, and the... Jeez, uh, the White Sox. Excuse me. Um, those are going to be three of the worst teams in baseball. Yeah. Pretty it's easily. Definitely going to help. But I think the Twins will be better. Jose Barrios is going to be Sleeper really Cy Young. Sleeper Cy Young type guy. Uh, the West, I think Astros, obviously. I think the Athletics take a huge step back. Yeah, I do too. I'm not in on the Athletics at all. I think the, um, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting there. I mean, I think the Astros, the clear for sure. division front runner. There. For sure. Uh, I mean, Matt Olson's already banged out for the A's. Yeah, he's out, it, it, uh, indefinite. I think the Angels make the playoffs. I, I, think, I, think, I, I think the Angels are in second place there. Man, who else? Who else will win the wild card? I well, mean, the Yankees and who well, is the question? The yeah, Yan- Yankees or, or, Red, or Sox. Red Sox? Whoever the other team. Rays. Hey, hey, man! They, they were in it last year. Won ninety games. Yeah, 
Tommy Pham, Blake Snell. So it comes they got down, Nathaniel Lowe on the way up. So it's gonna be it's gonna be Yankees or Red Sox is one of the wild card for teams. sure. And it's gonna come down to the Twins, Rays, uh, A's, A's, Angels, Angels. Mariners. No, probably not. No way. Sorry about it. The AL, the AL is AL very is surprisingly. Well, it's very top heavy. Very it's top heavy. Surprisingly, even less bullish on the AL than than in years past. Like the, those three teams are great, but it's really bad. After the that. NL is going to be so fun. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. The NL East, like, of course, you don't want your other rivals to do well, but it's just going to be so much fun. Night in, night out. World Series. World Series is going to be. <sighs> World Series is going to be. Dodgers-Yankees. I don't even want to say it. I think it's going to be the Yankees who win the World Series. I hate it. <laughs> I'm going Yankees over the Cardinals in the World Series. I think the Phillies lose in the NLCS. I think they get to the I think they get to the NLCS. You know what I'm excited for this year with the Phillies is that by the end of this year, we're going to know exactly what they need. Like, like I think the lineup is set. I think the lineup is set for the next two years. Mm-hmm. Maybe Franco, you get a replacement there. You can get a legit third baseman. Right. Although, and maybe Kingery is, as you discussed, the second baseman. Right. Although I so will I'm say, good. like, Franco is your eight hole. It's like it's like a better. It's fine. In the that's the thing is like as much as I've railed on Franco over the years, if he's the eight hole hitter and he's the worst hitter in that lineup by far, sure. Right. And when I watch when I've watched the Phillies this spring, all the young guys, it feels like they've all taken this collective sigh of relief. Like Kingery looks much more smooth. Herrera looks smooth. It's because they're not relied on to carry the team. No, anymore. I know, and that's how I felt last year. I felt like Kingery had the whole weight of the whole team on him. Yes, and, and and the contract coming off that thing. There's less of that pressure. Like oh, they gave this guy all that money. He's never stepped foot on the field and all that. Right, you I don't just, have that. When I when I watch Franco now, it looks like he's just had a huge sigh of relief. He looks comfortable and happy. Like they just look so happy, and that's a good. What a difference that makes. And as you know, my corner team. that I keep. Harping on, but they're human beings. Yes, and that matters. You're gonna be if you're happy, you're better. You're more positive. You're doing more things. You're engaged and all that. Right. So I, I think there's a there's a level of relief that they that Harper's here, Real Muto's here, Hoskins another year older. They can just play baseball, which I think is good. Um, By the way, if you're wondering if I picked the Yankees to win just to jinx them, I did. All right. Well, you're not supposed to tell people about eh, your jinx. Well, people need to know. They're not supposed to know. I know. She ruined the jinx. So now they're going to win the World Series. No! It's on you. No, it's a reverse, How's reverse jinx. A reverse, reverse jinx. They're winning it. That's what okay. I said. So. But I think I think the Phillies like will know where they're at the, at the end of the year. Either know. way, we're both saying the Phillies are going to be a playoff team this year. And I think, I, 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 I do believe that their their first three are going to be legit good. And I think four or five, if Eflin's your five, I think if they go out the deadline and they get a, a legit four in here... Like, because I'm in on Arietta. Like, Arietta was disgusting I, we know. yesterday. We know. But he was disgusting yesterday. In on Jake. He was 93, 94. He, his cutter was disgusting. And the thing that I uh, I like about Jake right now is that all his pitches, like, he's kind of ditched the slider a little bit, the curveball a little bit. And I, I think it's a good thing from, from the standpoint of that can be your get me over pitch, but I don't think it's good enough to get much swing and miss anymore. Um, but when you look at Jake Arietta right now, all his, he is his fastball, his changeup, and his. Cutter all coming out of the same exact arm slot, and they're, but they're all moving at different por- uh, portions of when it's getting to the plate. Like th- what makes him so disgusting is that you'll have the the sinker that sinks a little bit, you have the changeup that sinks a little bit more than the sinker, and then you have the cutter that has the same looks like the same out of the hand, but then darts the other way. So like 
him being a three-pitch sequence tunneling guy, I think is going to lead to a, a, a very good Jake Arrieta season. Tunneling, he, baby. Big tunneling guy. You love tunneling. Tw- 20, swing and misses, 20 swings and misses yesterday. Yeah, that's crazy. I, again, I, I am not sure he had 20 swings and misses all last year. Like, I know he did. I mean, I know he did. Don't tweet at me or whatever. But it felt like he didn't. And it was it was against the Rays, who are a put-the-ball-in-play kind ball of play team. No organization. Question. So I, I, I just think that if he if he sticks to the plan of three pitches and I'll mix in my slider as a get me over and I have three pitches that look the same out of my hand but they both go different ways, it's I think it's gonna be a really really good season. And again, for that particular guy, having a full spring training, being fully physically healthy to start the year, all that that's huge. I mean, he's all a physical conditioning, all that type of stuff matters so much for him. I do think it'll make a difference. All right, Jack, couple things before we get out of here. Reminder. Tomorrow night, a.k.a. Wednesday night. Yes. We'll be at Chickies and Pete's. Uh, Jack will be there from 6 to 10. I'll be there from basically like 7 to 9.30, somewhere in that general range, too. Yeah. However long I can get away from my wife and child to go out and have a little fun and then come back and be a dad again. Yes. Um, so coming out, we would love, if anyone who shows up in a High Hope shirt, we will buy you a beer. Is that a fair <laughs> thing to say? Yeah. If you show up in a High Hope shirt, I'll buy you a beer. Uh, we would just love to meet you. We, it's our, we just want to meet you people. We love... The High Hopes Nation so much, so please come out, say hi if you can. Um, Joe Gillian and I will be there uh, the day after as Jack is, uh, it's tough. It's a tough one, bro. So, listen, I, I'm not going to be at opening day, no. and it really hurts. It's tough. I have to take one for the team Jack back here. Jack has to, I mean, it is a compliment in the sense that they don't trust anyone else to produce the game here. You're the only person they trust. Yeah. It's a well, compliment. And the other guy who they do trust is going away. Yeah, well, so he's, that doesn't know. help. We can blame Spike in his trip to, yes. to wherever, it was yes. in Milwaukee so, or whatever. While everyone is having fun watching Bryce Harper's first Not jog Milwaukee, out Minnesota, to, that's it. His yeah. first jog out to right field and bowing and everyone's tearing and it's like Woodstock in right field, uh, I will be back here. Jack, I will be there for you. Ugh. I'll be in right field. I'll so make sad. sure to give you the Woodstock field. And April 6th, we'll get to go. You won't have to do any producing or anything. We just got to go hang out. We can drink some beers, have some fun. Um, offer extend there as well. Wear a High Hope shirt. Buy a beer. Yeah, and uh, that's for the Fighting for Frankie organization. Correct. Which is still my pin tweet if you are interested in going. They sold a lot of tickets. There's going to be a lot of people there. be a lot of fun. Tickets are only $20. Which is a steal at this point. Yes. So, and you Absolute can see steal. those upstart twins coming into town. Yeah. How about that? The, the AL Central winning twins? Eh, it wouldn't shock me. It's possible. All right, Fritzy. Most important thing before we get out of here is this weird. Okay, is it weird? So <laughs> Is it weird? So, all right. I don't know. I really don't know how I'm going to explain this, but there's a song. I like the fact that you just picked up your laptop for some reason. So I feel like we're headed in a good direction. There's a song by <laughs> you just picked it up. There's a song by Drake. Okay. Off that of, I'm sure I don't know. Because, off of the yeah. album. If you're reading this, it's too late. And that's the name of the album. Yeah. And not many people listen to this album. I mean, it was like Jack. I could tell you, I didn't. Yes. I'm one of those people. There's a song on it called Star 67. Okay. And this is always in my head, like three times a day, because I change one of the words around. Every single day, okay. and I'll just be like, uh, what, I can already tell this what made, is weird. What made ahead. me think of it is that I was walking on the Wissahickon Trail the other day, mm-hmm. like with Jill, and I just kept being like, you "Guys love I, walking, big walk people." Yeah, yeah. Uh, I kept saying this line over and over again, and she was gonna kill me. So let's just let's just listen in, okay? Okay. That's what they doing, family. Acting like these singers, man. I ain't, I ain't going to the studio until I got a situation, a subject. I need Hold a on. beat. I need the producer. Who, who gonna be on the? Man, what did you do? Wait for it. You're holding your laptop up to the mic. Oh, I know. See, let me guess. Brand new Pavetta. I changed it to Pavetta 
every single time. So I must be like, brand new Pavetta. And like, it doesn't, no one, literally, there is, me and my one friend from home are the only people that get it. And like, we'll just randomly text each other, like, brand new Pavetta, and they'll die. But like, I, I had to bring it to High Hopes Nation that if you listen to Star 67 and change the words, brand new Pavetta it sounds better I'm gonna tweet Drake and say hey can you please change the words around because brand new Beretta doesn't work it's brand new Pavetta okay here's the ruling on is this weird it is not weird it is awesome thank you I love it Jack thank you I'm a big fan of changing the words to stuff brand new Pavetta it sounds better it sounds better it's definitely better I know so when the Phillies put together their, their <laughs> when they put when they put together his Cy Young caliber highlight compilation at the end of the season, they need to have they need to pay Drake. It's a really good idea. They Jack. need to pay Drake. This, and say, you mean the Cy Young winning compilation? Yes. Like, hey, watch the Cy Young season highlights. Brand new Pavetta. Yeah, and Drake changes the whole lyrics oh, around. This is great. To brand new Pavetta. This is great. Not yes. weird at all, Jack. Thank you. It's it's the way my brain works. Much weirder. Than- also, hold on. I have an impromptu. Is it weird Ooh, good. That, I, that I wrote down? I woke up at four this morning thinking about Nick Pavetta. Like the, my, dr- I was dreaming. See, that's the thing. That is weird, but on brand. I was dreaming. Not unexpected, but weird. I am not lying to you. I was dreaming about Nick Pavetta. <laughs> I, love that. I love that. I am not lying to you. you th- I, I'm sure there's people thing. who think I'm being. I I, I, I not lying. rolled over at four a.m. and I was like, "What was I just doing?" And I was. It was me watching a Nick Pavetta highlight compilation. <laughs> oh, man. So the nod you just gave me did the like, yeah, yeah, buddy, I did it. Yeah. It was really cool. That was the last thing I remember before waking up was Nick Pavetta's highlights. Wow. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Is it weird that I like plain rice from Wawa? What do you mean plain rice? Like white rice. I like their white rice on this side. <laughs> Is that weird? I love rice. I'm more a pilaf guy, though. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, no one just eats white rice, just white rice. And I don't like white rice by itself from other places. I like Chinese food in it or soy sauce or whatever. But from Wawa, I just like the white rice. I, mean, I love it. white rice. Okay, I'm so a not big, that weird. I'm a big rice guy. I'm a big rice guy, too. But big I, pasta guy. I like big it. Big grains guy. Oh, I like guess grains. What, guess what? The Philly scoreboard right now has them up 5 nothing over the Braves in the bottom of the first. Oh, <laughs> preview. <laughs> What's going on? I don't know, but I'm all in. So, um, uh, I cannot wait for Thursday. Over under, would we go an hour for this podcast? We have 40 seconds until we hit the over. Yeah, because we're going to do another podcast. Season preview, baby. This, you had to. We had to. So, we're going to do another podcast either Thursday after the game. Either Thursday night or Friday. Yes. Because there's no days. game on Friday. So, you know, heading into the, the weekend and all that. One of yes. the two. It, it, it will all depend on Zoe Seltzer. We'll just throw it out there. Come we'll, on, Zoe. we'll throw my daughter under the bus. Yeah, do it one time. <laughs> Help us out. Come on, Zoe. One time. I don't know, she's too busy listening to Drake and singing brand new Pavetta these days. Listen, I, I, I do hope that one other person knew what I was talking about. I'm sure. Look, I, I, as soon as you said it, I knew exactly where you were going, so I could see it. Right. Could have cut it down so that we didn't have all that other intro music where I we're didn't just know sitting how to here. Cut it down. Wait for it. Wait for it. Holding your computer it's up. Could have done that suspense. better. We'd be what we really. If we were really on our game, we should have just edited it in later. But that's not how we roll here. No, not at all. No, no. It's not the high ups way. No. All right. Rate and review the podcast. Um, it makes Shaq so happy. I've even tweeted out to rate and review these days. I'm really getting good at this. Jack. You're getting there. No, terrible. You're not bad. All right. Um, we'll be back later this week talking about an actual game that mattered that was played. A Phillies victory over the Braves. Can't wait to talk the about. The Phillies it. are back. Final thoughts is that my final thought is like what like just <sighs> Phillies are back a full bank 
home runs. Oh, Aaron Nola. Red October. Let's go. It's all gonna be back. <laughs> for as much as for as much as I'm excited for you know talk about a good baseball team, like just having everyone back on board with the Phillies is gonna be amazing. Yeah. Everyone's excited. And just just the fact that like you and I the last few years are evidence. We're gonna watch all the games anyway, whether they're good or bad. So like to actually have it be fun and then be good is awesome. <sighs> Thursday. Thursday. We'll talk to you guys then. Hey, Flyers fans, it's Al Morgani here. I want to tell you about my new Flyers podcast, South Philly Sauce, along with Ashlyn Sullivan. We break down the ins and outs of the team while also bringing you the best interviews with players, coaches, and media members. You can hear the new episode every week, twice a week, on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts.